Greetings and salutations and welcome back to yet another Primal Beast Podcast. I'm your host with the most mental man, the Don P, here providing you with that extraordinary commentary. Y'all know what I do, man, on the play-by-play of Primal Attractions that you won't have to pay for a play and receive an ego subtraction while that extraction. Absolute, the most absolute top of the top to you guys, man. I hope all is well and well is all. If you're not done so yet, become a Patreon subscriber today. Do not hesitate to book a consultation and make sure that y'all sending those dollars, man. On those donos, man. Absolutely. I got a great one for y'all today. What I'm going to be talking about, I'm going to play a clip of the Boosie Badass interview that he had on The Breakfast Club. If you guys are not familiar with the syndicated uh, show of The Breakfast Club, um, you know, they have a lot of influencers, celebrities, athletes, whatever, you name it. They're based out of New York. With uh, Charlemagne the Guy, Angela Yee, and DJ Envy. And um, basically, bro, this this is going to be a teachable moment uh, about just overall pop culture and the agenda that's going on today in the world as we know it. So I want you guys to uh, just listen. And I'm going to provide some color commentary and give my perspective on things. And we'll take it from there. But before I continue on, man, let me take a moment to salute you guys, man. Shout out to all the players, all the made, all the men that are on their quest to becoming a made man of destiny and a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, if you brush your teeth, you wash your face this morning, you woke up with the activities of your limbs, you woke up being progressive, moving onward, upward and forward. Double salute to you, gentlemen and ladies. (laughs) If... And this is to borrow a phrase from uh, the baby. If your uh, if your vagina smell like water, and you being delicate, meek, mild mannered, sexy, feminine, classy, all the shit that all the men all around the world that loves man, give yourself a round of applause and take a bow. Yeah, man, let me wake y'all up real quick, man. Get this shit going. When we pop off, when we hop out. Find this another one, yeah, man. Let's get get, get it. Ah, let's go. When I post my flyers, when I DJ the strip club, they take it down, flag and take it down, bro. It was just me, I was doing too much. Well, I'm glad I had the world woke up when the world was asleep. <laughs> when the world was asleep, I woke them up, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And people, I think they just got tired of seeing me because you know, like, bro, like, I. Now, first things first, let me say this. I believe what he's referring to, Boosie right here, when he's saying that he woke the world up, is that when he spoke out about D-Wade and his son, which will be mentioned here in in just a few uh, minutes, and more recently when he spoke out about Nas X. You know, let me say this, bro, before we even go on. You guys got to understand, man, you have a lot of celebrities influencers, TV personalities, social media uh, personalities that basically don't want to, they don't want to fuck up the bag. A lot of these people that you see on TV, they are bought out by corporate sponsorships and everything. They want to continue making their millions, continue getting the bag. They have to move 
a certain particular kind of way. They just can't come out and just say and do whatever they want because they always have to cater to the fans. They always have to bow down, you know, or be likable. So you guys got to understand thing. One thing about entertainment is entertainment is all about imagery. How many times have we seen a lot of rappers, a lot of actors, a lot of people that you thought were doing well? Next thing you hear, oh, they're bankrupt. Oh, they're broke. Oh, he had he doesn't have a dollar to his name. You're like, wait a minute. I thought this dude was making five, ten, you know, fifty, hundred million dollars, you know, in his career and all this shit. Bro, let me tell you something, man. Just as quick as you get it, bro, it's just as quick as you can lose it. All right? And maybe I'm, I don't want to get ahead of myself here speaking on this shit, but you guys got to understand. So, and let me say this. Even for me, bro, being a podcaster or an influencer, being the advocate on the game of dealing with the ladies and making you guys understand what primal attraction is and what uh, about, you know, dealing with about primal seduction and about, you know, teaching you guys all this shit, man. Lacing y'all, man, lacing y'all boosts up, giving y'all dropping gems on y'all about this shit, bro. At the same token, I don't look at myself as a revolutionary. Even though some may say I am revolutionizing the game. I don't look at myself as, oh, I'm waking you guys up to shit because I think it's a lot of shit that a lot of you guys may even see about dealing with life, with women, money, family, fake friends, real friends, A1s and day ones. All right. My whole thing is just trying to help you guys navigate on exactly what to do. bro. I always tell you what game is. Game is basically wisdom. And you got to have some wits about yourself with everything that you're doing. But let's continue on. I say what I want, you know. Uh, I Not can, on them people platform. Right, and That's they show me. Yeah. They show me. They show me. You know. Why you don't go to fan, um, fan, 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 fan base? Uh, I got all kind of people trying to, mm-hmm. trying to. I got Chinese's. I got everybody trying to, you know, create me a. You got what kind of Chinese's. What's Chinese? Nieces? Chinese people. Oh, Chinese. Chinese. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I thought you was like, who nieces trying to get which pussy? See, man. Talking about Chinese's. You guys gotta understand, man. Represent yourself well. Okay? Represent yourself well. And let me go back to to the original point of why I stopped it, why uh I paused it here. You know, you just heard him, you know, Charlemagne telling him, man, you can't say what you want to say on these people's platforms. You know what, bro? Because they own that platform. And again, when you are in the public eye. You're going to walk and do what these people want you to do. You just can't go out here and just say what you want to say. Yes, man, listen, I'm all for being real and shit. But see, bro, there's always a conflict of interest. And this is why I do not trust what a lot of celebrities, your favorite actor, your favorite rapper, your favorite musician, your favorite entertainer, your favorite actor has to say. Your favorite newscaster, your your favorite political, you, um, you know, Influencer may have to say because listen, bro, I'm gonna give y'all some game right now. If you ever took any type of class about speech, you understood anything about politics and shit, they can never be direct. There's a lot of misinformation within the information. Let me say that again, bro. 
There's a lot of misinformation within the information. Anytime you're hearing a celebrity or you're getting a briefing or anything. All right. And you guys got to understand this shit. And this is why, bro, I've always taken what a celebrity, when they talk about trying to speak out against social issues and shit, bro, normally it's attached to an agenda. Normally it's attached to the bag. There's someone putting a bullet in their back and saying, hey, man, we need you to speak out on this. You have a large following. You have a lot of fans. Madonna, to the late great Michael Jackson, Prince, LeBron James. You have the voice. You, you like it's almost like you have the ear of America, bro. Remember when they uh, uh, just what in the upcoming election when Joe Biden had the interview with Cardi B because Cardi B, believe it or not, bro, a lot of times they don't even just come down to money. It comes down to power and influence. See, there's always been a big thing about being a trendsetter. Oh, this started with that guy. He's the pioneer of this. Oh, it started with her. She's the pioneer of that. And that's what it's all about in, in, in politics and even entertainment, bro. It's all about even in business. Every time we talk about any type of brandability, whether it's a restaurant brand, whether it's a clothing line or a makeup brand or a shoe line or a shoe brand, it all comes down to influence. You guys got to understand this shit. And honestly, any entertainer, any comedian, any athlete, rapper that has a platform that's on a platform, they're like, wait a minute, you can't put that shit out there. You just can't go and just go spouting off at the mouth. From the South. This is how this shit goes, bro. And this is why anytime I, I hear, again, celebrities, anybody trying to talk on, on to average everyday people, bruh, don't believe the hype. Their lifestyle is not your lifestyle. What they see and what they've been exposed to ain't you. I know everybody wants to say, oh, man, he a man just like on you. He got to put his pants on the same way I do. But, yeah, here's the difference between him and you, Jack. He has an influence that you don't have. He's rubbing elbows with multi-millionaires and billionaires that you that that you will never see. You around motherfucking stings, Katie heads, bombs, losers. Just oh, or not even that. Just average, everyday, blue-collar working people. But let me continue on, man, because I'm I'm building this shit up. You can go over there and turn up. Yeah, I, I, I talked to uh, I talk guys. Okay, you, okay. I talk to the. Uh, Son or whatever, but I ain't made no decision. On, I won't. I won't take everything. You got a bunch of endorsements, huh? Because even when you sat down, you was like, I don't want to sit sit with Envy Water because you got your own water. He didn't say Envy Water. He said I want to sit with Envy Water. And then he, <laughs> he said, said Envy Water. He said, All right, all right, you can leave. Yeah, me. man, I got I got water, cologne, chips, noodles. You name it, I do it. I, that's what I do. And none of them get offended by the stuff you do. Uh, well, once it's fifty fifty, uh. Hey, what you what, what can you get offended by? You yeah. know, you you invested in Boosie, and uh, I mean we do, we doing good as I do good as an independent. I got a call following, mm -hmm. like I do real good. You know, like in the Corona, I was getting checks six seven checks that ain't had nothing to do with rap. Mm -hmm. You do take it too far sometimes because you said I said, I think I said the wrong way sometimes. Mm -hmm. 
I mean everything I say, and I say what I mean. But sometimes I feel like I, I say it the wrong way sometimes, but I mean what I say, and I say what I mean, and people need to understand that, you know, the world has an opinion, and then I got an opinion, and, and I'm just one who expressed my opinion. But last time we spoke, you said that your mama even told you stop volunteering your opinion for things that ain't got nothing yeah, to do with you. Yeah, about that, Dwayne Wade. And you sat down with Mike Tyson and told Mike Tyson you should mind your business sometime, too. Why, why can't you just mind your because business sometime? Because I'm real. So let me let me get in here, bro. I let that kind of go on a little bit longer because I want you guys to hear the entire uh, dialogue that that whole piece. Let me say this, bro. He's talking about he's fifty fifty. Let me tell you something, bro. We've seen it with Kobe Bryant back in the day when he had the uh, to the late great Mamba when he had the situation with the little uh, white girl in in Colorado. We've seen this several times. Let me tell you something, bro. Your sponsors can always. Pull the plug on you at any fucking given time. If he doesn't manufacture that brand and everything, he listen. Boosie's not a not a billionaire. Okay, he's talking about how he has a cult following. No, he doesn't. Yes, he has a lot of loyal fans. Listen, bro, I fuck with Boosie. I fuck with badass. Ever since 05, 06, him and my man Lil Webby, bro. But he ain't the Pope. He is not the fucking queen of England. They have cult followings. They actually have power. See, if you had a cult following, you have power. When you can see, bro, it's a difference between being an influencer, being a trendsetter that I just spoke about versus having power. You don't control or dictate people's lives like the 1% of the 1% do, as the elite do. See, the Walton family, for an example, they have power. They're the biggest employer in the United States right now. That's power. When you can put people to work and you're taking care of millions and millions of families. You're employing people. Not only are you employing people, without, you know, Walmart has become the, is a giant retailer. Yeah, Amazon is catching up quickly by the second. But clearly, for over the past 20 years, Walmart has been the biggest retailer. The Walton family, they have power. You ain't got no fucking power. You're just a rapper. And right now, I, I, I fuck with Boosie Badass, but you're not, you're not hot right now. The new guys in the game is the baby, little baby. You know, uh, you know, Migos, even Drake and Boosie. And listen, badass, bro. If y'all don't know his music, man, go check him out. I fucks with him. I, I didn't put this shit on repeat. Blasted this shit. Still got this shit in my playlist. But you, but listen, bro, he has to be humble, though. I'm not saying what Boosie said is wrong or anything. Bro, listen, listen. Even his mom had to call him and say, hey, son, stop speaking out on everything. Bro, you guys don't listen. You don't have to have an opinion about everything. See, bro, I see a lot of content creators, a lot of YouTubers every time, you know, especially in the dating manosphere. Every time a man divorces, a wife divorces a husband. Right now, in current news, we hear about Dale and Sonya Curry, the, the parents of Steph and Seth Curry. Getting a divorce. You know, every time, bro, because let me say this, man. A lot of people, and see, this is, again, bro, 
Boosie's saying he's real. And yes, I truly believe in his heart of hearts he is. But sometimes certain celebrities, when they're not hot, when they're not on the scene, when they're not getting, you know, when they're not getting the movie roles like they once got. When, you know, you're not putting out albums and putting out music because basically, like Boosie, you're in a, he's more or less in the twilight of his career. He's not in his prime anymore. They will say shit, shit for shocking all values to still try to remain relevant. To still get views and likes and subscriptions. And when they come into town, so people can still go to their to they tours when they come to, a, you know, Charlotte, North Carolina, Chicago, Illinois, Indianapolis, Indiana. When they go to L.A., when they go to Bama, when they go to Ohio, here and there. And I'm not saying that about Boosie, but it does make one wonder. Bro, always read the spaces between the lines. Always understand the subliminals, man. Let me say this, man, because my audience is mainly men. Y'all got to stop being swayed by y'all emotions. You know the number one sign of masculinity is intelligence. Along with strength, along with courage, along with vision, direction. But, bro, you have to be an intelligente. Deadass. And see, the thing about badass is this, man. He's trying, to me, he's trying too hard to prove that he's real. And I don't want to get ahead of myself here. Oh, I'm just being real. I'm just saying what I feel. Everybody got an opinion. Listen, bro, everybody don't need to know how the fuck you feel. See, anytime motherfuckers say, I'm going to give this motherfucker a piece of my mind, you already lost. Now y'all know what it is. See, bro, power actually is silent. Power just does. Power is assertive. It just takes over. It doesn't have to have a rallying cry behind everything. And a lot of Boosie's points, bro, I want 100 million percent agree with a lot of shit that he says about the gay community and about the shit that's going on, all this shit. I totally wholeheartedly agree. But 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 listen, what, what you guys got to understand, sometimes even in the scripture it says, let your words be few and seasoned with grace. You guys got to learn how to be strategic and how to move. And especially, bro, let me say this. And the more you have to lose, the more successful you are, it is more incumbent upon you to operate in a spirit of wisdom and recognition and being cognizant. Because it's not about all the time if I'm right. Yeah, you can be right. And I've heard people say this all my life. Spread a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just because you're right doesn't make you right. You can be right and still be very wrong. Because you spoke out at the wrong time. I'm building this up, man. Let's continue. Then what I'm supposed to do. What you mean? I'm really like, I like if it's, if it's in my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, just because I'm negotiated with him uh, like that, that doesn't mean I won't say it because mm -hmm. I pay me. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't blackball me. I pay me. You know, uh, even even with my music, you know, like my last album, I dropped with Connect Music Group, mm -hmm. you know, that I'm part owner. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like you, you, it's hard to blackball me, you know, just like they got people like they bullshit.
Man, let me call for this. He's a nigga in America. Who the fuck does he think he is? With all due respect, man. You know how many great men, kings, prime ministers, presidents that have been taken down? Bill Clinton with Monica Lewinsky. Uh, what was the president with the Watergate scandal back in the day? Nixon. No, no, no. Jimmy Carter. Even King Solomon in the Bible, bro. Let me tell you something. He is dealing. Listen, man. Let me gather my thoughts. Let me say this, bro. This is ignorance and arrogance. And they're both kiss. Listen, arrogance is the kissing cousin of ignorance. For him to even get on a syndicated show, such as The Breakfast Club, and say this, they're going to break his ass. Oh, oh, don't worry about it. Some bull, man, and listen, right now, I pray for Boosie. He should have never said this shit. Dealing all this arrogance and ignorance, I pay me, I pay me. Listen, bro, what, listen, you're not paying you, that's why I always tell you guys about having a skill. See, your skills are what pays the bills. Then you can say, I pay me. I'm a mechanic. I pay me. I'm my own business doing, you know, drywalling. I pay me. I do fabrication. I pay me. I'm an electrician, a master electrician. I'm an HVAC technician. I'm a carpenter. I build decks for a living. I pay me. No, you don't pay you, Jack. He has to understand. He is an entertainment. I don't know if he's trolling right now. What the fuck is going on? Uh, let me say this about being real, 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 real. I'm the realest. I'm the realest. Right, right, bro. Stop trying to prove that you're the realest. See, that's what, see, because honestly, the motherfuckers that prove that they the realest are usually the fakest. Straight fugazi. Bro, I know who the fuck I am. I don't have to prove I'm real by always becoming trying to give real spill every fucking time. And you guys, bro, this is a teachable moment, man. Everybody don't even know, don't even know to need to know what's on your mind all the time. When people know what's on your mind and shit, bro, they know how to play you. They know how to finesse you. They know how to trigger you. They know what buttons to push to get an emotional reaction out of you, bro. I'm giving y'all, man, I'm giving y'all life lessons today, man. Gems. You ain't got to go out here, oh, I'm a real. See, I see people do this shit every day. Man, I'm just being real. I'm just being real. Yeah, you being real stupid a lot of times. But you guys will never hear me always just talking about, man, I'm just being real. I'm just being real. Honestly, if you got to focus on being that real, you're really not that real at all. Because, listen, truth is just truth. Real is just real. Authentic is just authentic. Organic is just organic. The sun will shine tomorrow because it's real. When nightfall comes on the moon, because that's real. That's truth. The sun ain't got to say I'm fucking real. That they don't have to say I'm real. We know what today is. And see, bro, you have a, it's a lot of you just like badass. 
thinking that you got to say some shit about some shit, thinking you got to be heard. You got to be relevant. You got to say something. You don't know how to just come in and read the room and blend in a little bit. Yes, I'm always talking about a mass in presentation. A thousand pounds step down, ten toes down and two thumbs up. Power with every move you make and every step you take. But, bro, even when I'm giving y'all the game on primal seduction, I tell you guys, man, 65% of the game is what you don't say. It, I talk about the science of nonverbal seductive communication, moving with power, moving with confidence, moving with esteem. Your chest open, chin parallel to the ground. You don't walk, I stroll. I don't talk, I, 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 I communicate. I'm not here for conversation. I'm here for communication. I'm not looking at the bitch. I'm gazing through her. See, these are the subtilities that, that's the difference that makes all the difference. But you got our brother here, man. Boosie Badass. This thing. Hey, man, I got to be right. I'm going to be the first one to speak out. Because I'm the realest rapper out here. I'm the realest entertainer. See, most celebrities, they ain't going to say what I said. They ain't got the balls that I got. They ain't got the nuts that I got. They ain't got the gall that I got. That's ignorance. Even in the word of the Most High, it says a man that keeps his lips keeps his life. How many times in the hood have we heard talk, talked about, you know, no snitching? You know what that's all about? It's all about if I'm complicit in something and I get caught the fuck up, be, be a man enough, be honorable enough, be a gangster enough, be banger enough, be pimp enough, be, be solid enough to do the time for the crime that you committed. You don't rat everybody else out. Everybody ain't got to speak out against everything. For example, man, Michael Jordan. And we look at Jordan and LeBron. See, Jordan never bought into that whole shit about speaking out. Even back in the day in the 92 LA riots with the thing that happened with the police uh, incident with uh, Rodney King. Jordan understood, man. You know what? See, a lot of guys don't understand this shit. Sometimes most people, if you really the realest, man, sometimes you say, you know, if I got to sit up here and issue a statement that's bullshit, that doesn't come from my heart, I mean, I'd rather not say anything at all. I'd just rather stay out of it. Yeah, my family, my friends, they know why I stand on this. Even when we've seen the documentary of The Last Dance, Jordan's own mama wanted him to, you know, sit up there and vouch for this one uh, Charlotte I get, uh, North Carolina, what was he running for? I think councilman or some shit, mayor, can, mayor, mayoral candidate. But Jordan said, no, I will support him financially, but I'm not going to sit there and put my face to him because here's another thing, bro. Y'all got to be careful what you get involved with. Especially if you don't know a person's political views or what they're all about. That's why I tell you guys, man, you got to be intelligent. You got to count up the whole cost and let every man tend to his own affairs. Stop doing your hat in the ring on every fucking thing, bro. Like me, bro. Listen, bro, I could do a whole lot of topics and podcasts on a lot of social issues and pop culture and all that. But I'm not a gossiper. I'm not a chatty patty. I've even seen certain YouTubers that I respect. Get a good commentary, and they're strictly doing it to celebrity gossip. 
Shouldn't no man, bro. That's not even masculine. Since we since we on the topic of of this coming up right now, a lot of shit ain't even masculine for you to be so opinionated. Bro, I don't give opinions because opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one. I get perspectives based on life, based on what's real. That's why when I talk about women, bro, I don't get off into, oh, oh, studies show women are more likely to this. Now, in certain instances, just to bring up a point, yes. But a lot of you guys, man, stop being so fucking opinionated. Stop trying to be a storyteller and shit. Stop trying to prove your realism. For what? Because see, what, what badass wants out here is street cred. But let me say this. When I became a man, I put away childish things. That's childish. You don't need no fucking street kids, uh, badass, any of you guys. Be a better father. If you're a husband, be a great husband. Be a, be a great brother. A great uncle. A great granddaddy. A great nephew. That's you focus on. A great son. That's what you focus on. Stop trying to prove, oh, I'm a gangster. Oh, I'm with the, oh, oh, nigga, I've been pimping since pimping, been pimping. Oh, I'm just a player and all this shit, bro. That's why even, again, when y'all hear me talking about ladies, bro, I be telling y'all, man, ain't about y'all trying to be an F-boy. It's not about you dealing with multiple women. Bro, what it's about, number one, my number one objective is for you guys to improve your interactions with women. So if you are a guy and women weren't even looking at you, but now you're at least at the first phase of, uh, of seduction, curiosity, when women at least notice you, you're not invisible. That's an improvement. If you're a guy, it was difficult for you to go get a female's number. You know, you may not be getting sex now, but you're at least getting a woman's number that you have just improved your interactions with the ladies. My second objective is for you guys not to waste your time, your money, your energy, your effort, your resources on women that are not about you. That way you won't get burnt out. You won't get worn out and have these old, you know, ratchet ass, wretched, disparaging, pitiful stories about how bitches ain't shit. All they want you for is your money. I'm going Midtown now. I'm a man that's going my own way. Fuck these hoes, man. Fuck these. I don't want y'all doing that shit, man. That's not masculine. That ain't even fucking cool. I want you guys to be cool, man. Cool in your in your skin. Cool in life. Cool with who you are. Cool with the ladies, bro. Listen, real masculine motherfuckers, master of the universe, ain't got all these issues in life, bro. I'm letting y'all know what it is. We live a healthy, a happy, healthy, productive ass lifestyle. Real shit, man. Let me keep this shit moving. Got millions of people love what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I'm a voice for people who can't speak. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just don't. Again, let me say this, bro. <clears throat> I'm avoid people that can't speak. Bro, everybody don't need you to speak for them. See, bro, I disagree with all this shit of, you know, listen, Jesus already came, bro. <laughs> Jesus did it, so we ain't got to do it. What would Jesus do? He already done it. Won't he do it? It's already done. We don't need you, boo. Listen, man. See... I got to be honest, man. When I hear guys like this speak, in badass, I fucks with him. I don't know him personally, but I fuck with his music. You know what I'm saying? Anytime he's on an interview, I'm going to listen. But stop thinking that I want any influence, even in life. Stop thinking you got to be a voice for the people. Take care of your fucking kids. You got them. Take care of your family. Take care of yourself. 
That's it. All this old fake, ad, bro, it's fake compassion to me a lot of time. I'm the voice, but you ain't got no voice. Everybody got a voice. I can talk, you can talk. And you see, a lot of you guys get behind me. Yeah, man, that's right, boo, speak up for me. As a man, you should never want another motherfucker to speak for you. I had to even tell a few of my ex-girlfriends, woman, don't you ever speak for me. Your mama, your daddy, whoever got questions for me, let them come to me as a man. Let them come to me direct as a person. And I will tell them and I will address whatever issue that needs to be addressed. What I look like hiding behind the skirt. What I look like hiding behind the veil. What I look like hiding behind a fucking curtain. I'm the voice for the voiceless. I'm the hope for the holy. See, you making yourself into a God. I don't need badass and nobody to speak for me. I speak for me. I vouch for myself because I believe in myself. Even when I go to court, bro, I don't always like legal representation. See, this is how you know even the judicial system is nothing but a motherfucking game. Because all these people are in cahoots. I'm trying to understand that, man. It's the entire fraternal order. From the police officer to you going to court and having to go get a, a, a go get you a lawyer to being set, all y'all standing in front of this motherfucking judge. It's a motherfucking game. Honestly, bro, even when we look at the judicial system, why can't you speak for yourself? Anything you say can and will be held against you in the court of law. Ask me directly, Mr. Judge, your honor. Why I got to pay a lawyer hundreds and thousands of dollars in my defense? I know why. Oh, because basically, bro, this is what you paying for, bro. You go get a lawyer. The lawyer knows the judge. And on the strength of that lawyer, he'll probably grant him mercy. Come on. Come on, doc. You, you owe me this. You owe me a favor. Remember those favors? What's these favors about? No one ever asked these fucking questions. I know what it's about. <laughs> it's bullshit It's cover ups A lot of scandals and shit bro Stop letting other people speak for you I don't need boo I don't need bad speak for me man Speak for yourself You your own man Stop thinking you some type of real revolutionary And see let me say this with the hood And the urban culture and the community bro Stop always looking for another man, another person to lead you. Every man, bro, every man should lead his own nation. Every man, bro, you just being a man, that's your birth lead to guide, to protect, to build, not to yield. I'm all, yeah, I just said it. You don't always have to be opinionated, but at the same token, bro, I got this. If there's an issue that needs to be addressed, I don't need to speak for me. And see, badass, see, because let me tell you this. It's the same thing with Colin Kaepernick. He wanted to take a knee. Wanted to be a fake-ass revolutionary. That's not revolutionary. See, Martin Luther King, he was revolutionary. You know why? He went directly to the White House and spoke to Lyndon B. Johnson. He had the voice of America. That's revolutionary. But talking shit on Vlad TV, on The Breakfast Club, that's not fucking revolutionary. That's just a fucking opinion. And you just like a lot of females. Hey, I feel, I think, I, shut the fuck up. No one cares how you feel and what you really think. 
And a guy like Badass, any any of you guys under the sound of my voice needs to understand it. Sometimes people will put the mic in front of your face for you to say something stupid so they can destroy you, bruh. Why do you think there are a lot of celebrities and shit? They have what's known as publicists to perform damage control. Oh, no, we'll issue a professional statement. No, you can't say this. That can fuck up your brand. That can fuck up your bag. Think about your future. And which is absolutely totally correct. And see, bro, I got to be honest with you. If you ever notice, I want you guys to pay attention to something, and I'm going to move on. But do you guys ever notice how most celebrities become real after they're not getting the movie roles, after they don't have a record deal, after they're like in the twilight of their career? Never notice that shit? Them motherfuckers become down on earth, don't they? Why weren't you speaking this way when you were making 20 mil a flick? Why weren't you speaking this way when you were selling out shows all across the world and shit? $100,000 a show. Now you're only getting 10 bands a show. Now we real. Now I understand. Listen, I have to admit something. I understand that when you're younger, sometimes you don't, you may not, like, like most rappers when they start out, for an example, they're young, man. 18, 19, 20, 21. And we look at Boosie. Boosie is about what? 37, 38? If he's not already 40? And what I'm saying is that, yes, growth does take time over that course of time. When you, now you've experienced life and now you can speak out on things. So I will give that a benefit of a doubt. But I never really realized, you know, here, a lot of people, when they're in the limelight, when they got that pop, they want to be real. It's all about they hustle at that time, right? Oh man, I'm just making music. Oh man, I'm in the I'm in the studio. You know what I mean? Just grinding on tour. Yeah, man, I'm making movies and shit. I got this project going on, that project, this project going on. No, these guys only come on DJ Vlad and Breakfast Club. Many of them after they falling off. But hey, you have to remind people you're still here. You still have to be relevant. You have to do these interviews. This is what their handlers are telling them. This is what their publicists are telling them, bruh. <laughs> y'all better dig this shit, man. You got to love it. Make sure y'all drop that, man. Listen, bring a friend, tell a friend. Book a consultation. And don't forget to donate, man. Y'all got to, man, bless us to the game, bruh. Bless the game. Let's go on. And the game will bless you. Captain does to speak in this, in this industry because everybody else is... Ran by, you know, the industry. Now he won't say everybody else ran by the industry. No, what that means, see, let me decode what he's really saying. See, bro, what y'all need to do is ask the most high for discernment. Now he wants to sit up there and alienate himself from other rappers. Because, you know, I'm the real one. Everybody else can get into the industry. And see, if y'all don't know no better, y'all sit up here and be like, man, he is real. That's only because he's not relevant on the music scene like that right now. I'm just going to keep that a bug. He's not Drake right now. He's not even Wayne right now. He's not the baby. He's not little baby right now. He ain't Gucci Mane right now, still putting out hot music. He ain't Jeezy right now. What's the last hot song, you know, boot, badass is done? I think what, set it off? It's time to set it off. Set it off, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, he's done, listen, he's done some uh, some features. 
but he's not the featured artist. Well, people's jumping on his shit. He got to jump on everybody else's shit and pay them something to get on that shit and collab with them. That's what this shit is. Again, he's trying to show and sell himself as I'm real now. That's how that that's that's his claim to fame these days. I'm the realest. I'm going to speak out against this shit. Because see, these other entertainers, these other rappers and shit, you know, they, they can't speak out on it. But you've been part of the same fucking hype machine. Uh-oh. You've been part of this shit. Yeah, he's still making money. But he's not making that, that big bank. He's not getting that big bag. That's the difference. You see how this artist like oh, uh, MO3 that, you know, unfortunately uh, got slain last year. Right there on the highway. I think that was in Dallas, Texas and shit. He has other artists and shit. I'm not saying that he's no longer successful, but he's not, but he's not as famous. Bro, let me tell you something, bro. These people live for notoriety. It's all about subscribers. It's all about fans. It's all about Instagram followers, bro. That's what the industry is all about that he's referring to. The clout. That's what it's about. The status. The, the cachet. That's what that man, that's what a lot of you are in your favorite entertainers, your favorite rapper, your favorite actor, your favorite comedian. That's what they live for, bro. Which to me is a very sad fucking life. Always trying to be liked. Put out the music that the people like. Put on the movie that the people like. Say the shit that the people like. Wear the shit that the people like. But see, bro, for real people, man, if you were really real, how we're talking about this real shit, you ain't going to get caught up into that hype. This is the danger of little boys and girls looking up to a Megan Thee Stallion, a, a Cardi B, a Beyonce, the baby, little baby, little Nas X. Oh, yeah, we about to get into all this shit. Looking up into a LeBron James and shit, man. These people can't always be real. They have a lot to lose for being real, bro. This is a sacrifice. There's a price to pay for being truthful. Because over here, we don't want to piss off the women. Over here, we don't want to piss off the black people. No, we can't lose that support. Over here, we don't want to piss off the gay community. We don't want to lose that support. Over here, we don't want to put piss off the Republicans. We don't want to lose that support. We don't want to piss off the Democrats. We don't want to lose that support. We don't want to piss off the Christians or the Muslims or Sharia law or this or that. Everything is set. We don't want to piss them off. And this is Boosie's claim to fame right now. I'm real. You ever notice he's getting more, he's getting more views. His name is mentioned more in, in, in interviews and shit than it is in putting out music. That was his original claim to fame. We're not talking about badass music. We ain't rapping to his songs like that right now, unless you are somewhat of a, you know, diehard music head like I am about with Boosie. The regular Devlin motherfucker ain't doing that shit. We know him more for the shock and all value in his interviews than his entertainment, than his mic skills at this point in time. Let me keep it moving. And like you would beat his ass. So, and I saw Little Nas X responding to that. You think that's too far? 
Uh, nah, because uh, I just be feeling like sometimes I gotta speak up because you know, uh, as far as straight people in the world, you don't have an opinion on homosexuality. Everything is harm. If you say anything, I'm straight. I like women. It's vulgar to. Let me say this, man. He has to be very careful. Little Nas X is the poster child. He's the golden boy right now for the LGBT community. Don't touch him right now. Now listen. I agree with everything that he's saying about, you know, it's a shame with how little Nas X. What let me so let me go to Boosie's original comments about this, which I wholeheartedly agree. When he was like, man, they're forcing kids to be gay. Anytime Lil Nas X is at the BET Awards, the Grammy Awards, tonguing down another guy, putting it in the face of the people to spite the purists, to spite the heterosexual normative. That is an issue. I agree with that. But see, what Boosie has to be careful with is I'll beat Lil Nas X. Because see... This, then this goes into a whole nother thing. Oh, this is what always has happened. Straight men have always enacted violence on gay men. That's why he has to be wise with what he's saying. That's why he has to think. Never heard it? Think before you speak. Man, I'll beat his ass. Some of them doing all that gay shit. Because see, they, I understand what he's saying. What he's saying is that he wants to whoop Lil Nas's ex's ass for putting that in front of his kids. My son, my daughter has to see that bullshit. And we all know, bro, how many times, and, now, and I agree, if that was a heterosexual couple that made out on national TV like that, they'll probably never let them give them the stage to perform at another BET or a Grammy Award show in life. Three or four years, teach them a lesson. Oh my God, PDA, public display of affection. See, when a, when a straight couple does that, when a heterosexual couple does it's, oh, everybody, get a room. Ew, gross. But then, when it's two men kissing each other on stage, on a family show, might I add, this is not an after set or, you know, or, or, or even a concert or something. Family's probably gathering around the TV watching this shit. But they're trying to program the kids to accept this as normal behavior. The new normal is being abnormal. So I get what, what he was saying in the comment. What he said was nothing wrong with it. But he took it a step too far when he said, my, whoop his ass. See, bro, the gay mafia that actually runs the political and entertainment industries. That's what they'll blackball his ass. Bring him down to his knees. You won't even hear about badass no more. Motherfuckers don't want to interview you no more because you're trying to be real and shit. Take you off of Instagram and Twitter, all this shit. And in short order, he'll be the same motherfucker that's something so real, issuing an apology. You already heard him say, man, it's not what I said. Probably I said it in the wrong way. No, you said what you said. You said how you said it. You can't take that shit back.
Y'all admit that how I said it. See, that's real masculinity. Yeah, man, I, I said that, but I just ain't mean it that way. People blow it out of proportion. Then shut the fuck up. And especially if you're not speaking with wisdom, especially if you're not measured and weighted with what you're saying. You just can't just blurt off at the fucking mouth to be heard to remain relevant. Because you want to prove, I'm real, man. I'm just a real motherfucker. That's how I've always been. Because badass know this is what resonates in the streets, in the hood. I, I ain't even looked at the comment section on this on this video. I bet everybody, oh, man, he's so real. Oh, 100, man. He keep it above 50, man. That's what Boosie's living for. Accolades. Props. Fuck props. They don't fucking pay the bills. You better get your bag, boy. Well, that ain't just the badass. That's the any guy on the sound of my voice right now. Because look at Colin Kaepernick. What did it get him? He's out the NFL. He ain't collecting them millions of dollars of checks no more. No one even knows this guy no more. Who? Colin who? Oh, that guy. Yeah, back in the day. That idiot. That's up there kneeled and shit. Trying to start a revolutionary and shit. He's not even in that field doing what he loved to do now. Men that want to sacrifice and want to speak out of what has it gotten them, bro? If you're not really real and you're not really willing to lay your life down and accept anything that comes with you being real, especially when you are a public figure, bro, like Malcolm X, he died for what he believed in. Megger Evers died for what he believed in. Martin Luther King, King Jr. died for what he believed in. Noble Drew Ali died for what they believed in. Racism, inequality, liberty, and justice for all. Those are real gangsters. Oh, yeah, bro. Even I watched my show, man. If y'all ain't checked this show out, man, uh, King, um, King of Harlem, before Whitaker. And they're showing everything, you know, he's depicting the uh, the infamous gangster Bumpy Johnson and his ties to the French connection and the Italian mobs and the big four families. And then that weave woven into that, you got Malcolm X. And like a real gangster, he went to the mosque and said, man, listen, do with me as you wish. But just don't hurt my, my wife and my children. Just, just leave my family out of it. See, he didn't go apologizing. He said what the hell he said. He meant what he meant. That's a real gangster. Martin Luther King Jr., he actually sat up there and led protests. He, it was organized. It was structured. It was strategic. That's a real fucking gangster. Mega Eggers, an activist, believed what he believed and never wavered on it. That's some real gangster shit. Everything else is fake. You living for props? Bro, that's fugazi. Because you want a pat on your back. Man, I'm the voice for the voiceless. Hey, man, that's some real shit, man. That man, that nigga crazy, though. Motherfucker watching him right now. Smoking the blunt. Having a sip of some Henny and shit. Yeah, man, that's true and shit, man. Hope don't nothing happen to his ass, though. Because right now, Boosie is silenced. And I'm not just talking about all social media and shit like that. I'm talking about for good. He was a real one. Yeah, man, he was real. He was real. What does that mean for his kids? What does that mean for him and his legacy? You were real? He ain't gonna get no Nobel Peace Prize like Martin Luther King Jr. did. 
for being a revolutionary, for being a visionary, for being a luminary. Ain't no movies gonna be written about, uh, made about him like Malcolm X. He ain't gonna go down in history as a great man like a Mega Evers or even a Noble Drew Ali. Hell the fuck no. Or Marcus Garvey. Hell the fuck no. It's gonna be Boosie. R.I.P. man. Rest in paradise. A real G man. Poor little looking for the homie. That's all he gonna get. For trying to prove that I'm real. I'm going to try to really understand this shit, bro. I'm going to have them do a second segment of this. Because this interview ain't even over with. But let's move on, though. I just think It's ran by... Uzi rap has been talking about fucking women forever in videos and they songs. That ain't changed. I know it's a different day now. You can't... Just like the baby, like bro, like you know, like how many how many times you been on set? All y'all DJs, mm -hmm. and you heard somebody say, "If you ain't got AIDS, make noise in the whole club." Ah! Oh no, you're right. That's true. That's true. But it's a different time. No, it's a different time, and because he's one of the biggest, you know. So they, they you know. Let me say this, man. Again, it's a lot to unravel here. Number one, first off, you you heard this. That was no uh, Charlemagne the guy who voiced it here. Oh man, what about when when rappers was talking about you know fucking bitches and gang banging? That was negative. Let me say this, man. First of all, I must admit, man, the hip hop culture has been negative. Outside of Cool in the Gang, Curtis Blow, KRS One. Uh, public Enemy Number One with Flavor Flav and Chuck D and everybody. Let me say this, bro. They did have positive messages, but when Ice T and N.W.A. came on the scene, and then later on you got like Tupac and Biggie going. I'm just talking about just going through the '90s, Wu Tang Clan, and you know Nas and Jay Z coming like you know in, the, in like this you know uh, in the '90s and shit, bro. There is a lot of negativity in rap music. I must admit. But one thing I want you guys to understand is, man, understand, bro, rap is number entertainment. Hip-hop is entertainment. That's why we turn up to that shit and everything, but you got to get back to life, back to reality. I know y'all know what this is. Stop trying to take your cues from rappers and shit, bro. They sell image. They sell entertainment. A lot of that money they use, a lot of times, is prop money in the videos. That ain't real money. A lot of that jewelry is fucking rented. The houses ain't even real. It's just an image. It's just a facade. They don't own none of that shit. Back in the day, we heard Snoop Dogg talk about how when he was with death row, he was basically broke. He didn't own the cars, the Snoop DeVille that he was driving. Suge Knight owned it. Death Row Records owned it. The house he was living on, Suge Knight owned it. Death Row Records owned it. They had nothing. Now y'all know what the fuck this is. Bro, the only thing you really own in this life is your own intellectual property. The content base that you create. My motherfucker, man, my house, my this, my that. Let you not pay the taxes. Let you not pay the mortgage. That house will be gone. See, in Africa, bro, you know, I got a lot of, you know, friends from Senegal, Nigeria, Liberia, uh, Zaire, 
all over Africa, bro. And they tell me all the time, bro, you got all the bro, you buy it, you own it, man. You don't have to pay any taxes and all of these sheep, bro. Had to do all of these. You own it for life. Yes. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, bro. They're telling me this shit. A lot of other places, that's how it goes. But, bro, if they want to touch you, they can touch you. And when we're talking about the whole shit of the hip-hop culture overall, I don't give a listen, bro. You always had gay rappers. It's not even about the, the fact that Little Nas X is gay. They've been said 90% of the uh, rappers in the industry have always been gay. They've always lived a double life. Man, that's why you hear them say, man, fuck these hoes, man. Fuck these bitches, man. Understand me, man. A bitch is a bitch because you don't even like bitches in the front. You don't like pussy? This is nothing new. The only thing that's new about this shit with Lil Nas X is that he's being, he's honestly, in his own way, he is the realest rapper. Because he's showing, look, man, I'm gay. You want to say I'm gay? Watch you kiss this dude. Been knowing anybody that's been in the know and on the industry, they have always said a lot of rappers are gay. Your favorite rapper, your favorite tribe. That's why I tell you guys, man, y'all must be able to separate the artist from the man. Stop being man fans. Whether it's in sports, whether it's in music, whether it's in movies and film and shit, production. Respect the game that they do. Respect the artistry. Man, I'm never going to listen to another Lil Nas X song, bro. I listen to that. We're going to ride and round on the bucket. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. Because your hardest rapper that you think you listen to drill music or trap music and shit. Over the years, I heard a lot of them get, you don't know what is what. People want to crucify R. Kelly. Man, the man made good music. As an artist, I fucks with Kills. Yes, I'm going to listen to his music. Michael Jackson. Some people still saying, yeah, the dude was a pedophile. But Michael Jackson is the greatest, possibly the greatest entertainer that's ever lived. Of course I'm going to listen to his music. But I don't have to accept the ide ideology of him as a man. But that's why I've never been starstruck. There are a lot of people that met their favorite celebrity and shit and they found out that they were an asshole, they didn't receive them well, and they were crushed because they made them out of a god. Idolatry. An icon. It's an archon icon. Dead ass, bro. Thou shalt not commit idolatry. That's one of the Ten Commandments. Stop idolizing people. And you won't be so heartbreaking and so pissed off and upset when you find out some shit about them. Nothing surprises me anymore, bruh. I look at strictly the art form. All right, man, he's a great rapper. I don't know this dude. You don't even know these people. You don't know what they're about, what they do at the, at the mansion parties and shit. You don't know what they into. A lot of motherfuckers... Uh, listen, bro. People that have access can be into a whole lot of shit that is a social taboo. And this is where the society of secrets comes along, Gab Jack. I don't give a fuck. Listen, it can be a judge. It can be a doctor. Your attorney. Your mayor. Your senator. Your president. 
Double salute to you, man. Listen, I got part two of this segment coming up, so stay tuned for that. I hope all is well and well as all. Double salute, man. Listen, till next time, be the primal beast at your absolute primal best. I will talk to you soon. Shalom. Greetings and salutations. We are back for more, as promised, on the second segment uh, of the Boosie Badass interview on The Breakfast Club. Man, I already talked about a lot of things in it, so we're just going to pick up where we left off. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I hope all is well and well is on. Wish you well from the wishing well. Make sure that you donate to the cast, book a consultation. All you got to do is send me an email, and I will respond to you promptly. Thank you so much. So without further ado, let's get right back into it. Oh, people, you know, so the next person who blow like this, you're going to go with this. And I feel, you know, they're attacking our children. You know, you make all the other, you make everybody support this. Who love these rappers? The kids. The kids. Yeah, but you know. You make, no, you make every rapper go with it. If every rapper go with it. I heard I, I grabbed you grabbed that generation. I know I loved every rap. But see, let me say this, bro. Just to bring you guys up to speed. So the, in the first segment, I was talking about, you know, bad, you know, the, the rapper Boosie Badass coming out and speaking on the issues of uh, the LGBT community with uh, the rapper Lil Nas X and even him speaking up about D Wade on his uh, son. And like I said, for the most part, I agree with everything that Badass is saying. Okay, but it's not about always just, you know, word for word, precept for, for precept, are you right or not? But you have to be careful on always trying to prove your realism, especially when you're in the position of a boozy badass where you have something to lose. And a lot of people look at this and be like, oh, man, everybody ain't got to be a sellout. But guess what? The moment that you sign the contract, you already sold out. See, this is what a lot of people don't understand. From day one, when a rapper signs that record deal, from day one, when an actor signs up to, you know, be famous and the movie and TV movies, and, and now they have to carry themselves a certain way. You just can't do what you want to do now. Because the simple fact of the matter, and honestly, you have your livelihood on the line now. That, that's the biggest thing. Your livelihood is on the line now. And even right now, what Badass is talking about is how people, you know, kids look up to rappers. No, what kids need to look up to are their parents. I remember back in the day, the basketball player, Charles Barkley, he had a whole campaign talking about, I'm not a role model. Don't expect me to be a role model. It's not my job to raise your kids. They don't know me. They're not around me every day, which I totally agree with, because what it comes down to is weak parenting and weak leadership in the home. I got to say this shit. As a parent, you're responsible for what gets into the eye gates and the ear gates of your children. Don't, don't go blaming badass. A little Nas X. That's a shame they had this out here. You can easily turn off the channel. You can easily get your kids off social media and monitor and supervise what they're doing like my parents did me coming up. But the problem is you got a lot of weak ass parents. You got a lot of bad parenting out here. And see, everyone wants to pu pu uh, pass the buck off to everybody else. It's not 
Joe Biden's job to raise your child is not Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion or a little baby or that baby, a little nice X and any other rapper, entertainer or social media influencer to be a role model. They don't know you. You're the biggest role model in your child's life. You show them what it is to be high character, to have a great worth ethic. Your, your, your yeas are your yeas and your nays are your nays. See, man, my mom and my dad, they talk to me about shit. That's why I grew up with balance. I remember when I used to be sitting there watching all the videos and shit. My old man, he hated that shit to see me doing that. Boy, boy, turn off these mess, boy. My dad's Haitian. And he was the first one to really put me on game. They're not even living this real life for real. This is not life. He would tell me this shit. And I was going back and forth with him a little bit. But I understood even at the time what he was saying. Even though I didn't understand the game. I didn't understand the facade. I didn't understand the imagery. I didn't understand that they were teaching young boys, you know, hey man, that's what it's about, man. Hustling, trapping, sipping on lean. Getting gassed up all day. And having these bad little bitches in your presence all the time. It's a shame that kids are home trying to look up to rappers and entertainers and athletes. Oh yeah, bro, this is a teachable moment. That's why I'm doing this. You know, normally I don't even, you know, share my commentary and shit on everything. But this interview was so powerful on so many different levels. This is very important to bring this out. And if you're a parent, if you're a father, ladies, if you're a mother, you want to sound of my voice, man. It is your responsibility. You are charged. You're responsible for protecting all the chakras, all the ear gates, all of the eye gates, all of the heart gates to your child, man. That's on you. You don't let TV and entertainment and the world even the teachers and the school faculty raise your children and influence them more than you got influence. You are the biggest influencer in your child's life. That's the power you have as a parent. And a lot, But a lot of people are not taking pride in that shit. That's why it's nothing in the world like being a father or being a mother. You can teach. You can reach. You can instruct your very own. You want to help the world? Tense your own. Make sure that your son or your daughter, your boy, or your girl is not a fucking menace to society. Make sure that one day your son is not knocking an old lady upside the head for her bag and shit. Make sure your son one day is not becoming a rapist. He's not a killer. Make sure your daughter one day is not out here, you know, finessing men and, you know, you know, it's a credit card fraud and all this old shit that females get into. That's your job. My job as a daddy, man, listen, as a father, my job is to keep my son out of jail and my daughter off the strip pole. That's, that's what I'm here for. So see, in America, we have, uh, we already lose, we already lost just with that mentality. Looking up to people, idolizing people. Bro, I know everybody can make a mistake. That's why I'm forgiving. That's why if I hear some shit that Boosie done or any rapper or actor has done, 
I'm not here to condemn. I'm not here to judge. Even when I meet women, bro, that's why I tell you guys, man, when it comes to even me dealing with the ladies, bro, most women, we already know they're not virgins. There are a lot of women with high body counts. I'm talking about well into the 50s, the 60s, and more. Whether she's in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever. Because I understand life. I know if people is not, if they're not led by the spirit of the most high, bro, we are all prone to anything. Because the flesh in and of itself is wicked. The flesh, the, our body, our carbonated, you know, our carbonation, regardless of your melanation, is prone to evil. To do shit, to be self-serving, to be selfish. To do the things that's not in the will of the most high. That's the real 666. For the number of men is 666. It says it right there in the Bible, man. And when we're talking about spirituality, that's all it means. What is that? The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Or the mind is willing, but the flesh is weak. Mind over matter. Why you think? Where y'all think that shit comes from? Not giving in to temptation. Not giving in to the carnality of being a human being. The flesh is here to kill us with smoking and drinking and eating shit that's not healthy for our bodies. No sustenance. We're not eating life. A lot of us are eating death. We're living to, a lot of people are living to, dying to live, living to die. Whether it's FDA approved drugs or hard illicit drugs, schedule one, two or three drugs. Don't fucking matter. You better understand this shit. Let's move on. You know what I'm saying? I try to copy what they did. You know what I'm saying? And it's a new day now, and I just feel like, you know, they, they pushing it on out. Now, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Even though I... Yeah, and I mean this. I stand by everything I said, but I want you guys to understand something. Yes. As a parent, you are your child's biggest influencer. As a man, your son and your daughter is the first man. You become the model of all men that they're gonna that a woman, a young girl is gonna see in her life. As a woman, that the mother is gonna become the first model. She's going to become the prototype for every man, for every woman. She's gonna be the measuring stick of every woman that this man will meet for the rest of his life. And this is why it's important to be a good father or a good mother. As a man having a young, uh, as a young man having a father in your life, this is the first male representation that you have. That's it. See, back in the day, bro, they didn't have TV. They didn't have radio. Prior to the, really what, the 1950s, 40s, there was no TV. There was no radio. You can't learn game from that. You strictly had to learn game from your daddy being out in the field with him. How to hunt, how to fish, how to, you know, how to be a brick mason or a blacksmith. These were the main, these were primarily, or a sharecropper. These were mainly the real occupational fields back in the day. 
an archaic uh, society, uh, civilizations. A girl, she didn't have, you know, a Diana Ross or a Beyonce or the late great Aaliyah or a Cardi B or a Megan Stallion or a Nicki Minaj to look up to. They weren't watching the Kardashians and shit. They had to get in the kitchen with their mom and learn how to cook. They had to learn how to wash clean clothes and let them hang out to die and get that daisy freshness. They had to learn a different type of flowers there are in the field. She had to learn how to sew a button on a shirt. The young girls had to learn from their mom how to take care of your family and how to break fevers when there was no medicine. How to tend the sores and, you know, maybe you got to pour penicillin on the wound and shit so it won't get infected. And, you know, they get gangrene where you almost got to cut off the leg or the arm or the finger. See, that's when everybody was learning real game. On, uh, on the game of survival. Life, listen, bro. Life is all about survival. That's what skills represent. Survival. Knowing how to cook is survival. Knowing how to hunt or even how to fish. Survival. We don't have to do all this shit these days. Knowing even how to go and start a, a fire. Survival. Knowing how to read a map. Or being able to look at a tree and look at the sap and say, okay, this is north. So from this point, we need to head east. So we need to be going right. We need to be going left at this point. How to read a compass. How to look at the sun and, all right, be able to understand the sun, uh, the sun uh, rise in the east, but it sets in the west. See, bro, that's why we're not organic and original more. We got away from a lot of these values and shit, bro. Via technology. Bro, I remember I was locked up one time, man. I only remember like two fucking numbers. Only two. My mom, my dad, it's only because they had their numbers forever. And maybe, and my brother. Because they had their numbers for a long time. See, even with our phones and shit, bro. We got to figure out something, pull up a calculator. Lock in a number. Hey, it does it for us. A lot of, listen, we're more stupid than ever before. Even for studying for text, we don't have to really retain knowledge. Just ask Siri. Just ask Alaska, uh, Alexa. Just Google the shit. Just Bing the shit. Oh, there's the answer. Boom, voila. That's why even nowadays, man, it's not really that impressive everybody going to get no fucking college degree and shit. That doesn't show real in, in, intellect. Intellect is applied knowledge. Now I have the knowledge. Can I put it to use? How do you apply that shit? Bro, that's what I give y'all with the game on even dealing with the ladies. Knowledge is power, yes. But applied knowledge is more tantamount than just being knowledgeable. You see, it's a lot of educated fools. Even when you go to school, man. It teaches you a lot of theoretical knowledge. But see, that's why for me, bro, I've always liked to be hands-on. Hey, man, no, 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 man. Walk me through this shit. I can retain it better. Because now I'm knowing exactly what to do and how to go about doing it. Don't just, man, just read off to me. First you do this, this. No, 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 no. Let me feel it. Let me touch it. And that's a lot of you guys, man. Even out in the field, y'all not in the field. 
You don't understand how to uh, how to really present yourself to a female and shit. You just out here listen to guys like me. What do you listen to AMS or Ron Wills or ARC or Steph is Cola? MJ is right. Anything, but until you actually get out here and you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation, that's when you triumph. That's when you can come back to me and talk shit and swallow spit. But let's move on, man. I love our culture, but you know, I saw you say that you know you feel like he was as a negative influence. Why we, like rappers haven't been negative influences for years? Whether it's talking about murder, celebrating the drug culture, the gang culture, violence against women, like we just as negative. So how is he the person that you decide to point at and say, "Oh, you're ruining it for the kids"? What no. So let me say this, man. You see what? See one thing about Charlemagne again, bro. They're a syndicated show. So they have to go along with the LGBT agenda. They have to. He won't be on that motherfucker. So right now, what I'm saying is that Charlemagne and Angela Yee, the host on here, with with Badass, they're playing what's known as Devil's Advocate. See, bro, yeah, man, I want y'all to understand what's going on here. Because, see, meanwhile, while yes, I would agree with Charlemagne, the God, that... A lot of people will say, yeah, hip-hop has been negative. Talking about gang violence and selling drugs and, you know, fucking with women and shit and fucking bitches, fuck, you know, pimping and shit. But see, you got to be wise here because he's a snake in the grass. The only makes it different is this, bro. At least they weren't putting out, you know, the gay agenda. Even though I've said before that there are a lot of rappers that behind closed scenes was doing the same shit Nas X did publicly with dealing with other men. Now, there's been other rappers that have outed the industry on this. Other entertainers, R&B singers and producers that have said, oh yeah, well listen, I ain't gonna lie, that's about 80, 85, 90%. In certain interviews, when when questioning, held their feet to the fire, they say, "Yo, yeah, man, that's a lot of that goes that goes down." But here's the difference, though: they weren't pushing that agenda out in front of everybody. See, a lot of times, man, hip hop was just talking about the hood. Like, like even Tupac said before, "Hey, man, I'm telling, I'm just narrating what goes on." Trying to make people understand that, like, listen, man, there are a lot of good dudes and bad that get put up in bad predicaments because they become a product in that environment. In order to thrive and survive in that environment, they have to become that lion or that tiger, that bear. This is why they sell drugs. This is why they trap. This is why they peddle dope. The system failed them. They didn't have access to a great education. Mom was poor. She had to work two or three jobs just to try to make ends meet. That left us at home to be vulnerable and to be prey to the streets. So see, while the depictions may have been negative, a lot of times there was a positive message within that depiction. Y'all don't hear me though. 
But see, with this right here, bro, it's a straight blasphemy. It's just to slap society in the face and said, oh, the gay community, we're here because, listen, bro, honestly, the alphabet community, they are the bullies now. They're trying to shove it down our throats. Now, let me tell you how. A lot of people don't understand this. Any, listen, you know how they're trying to shove it down your throat? When they first started trying to legalize gay marriages and make it part of the, an institutional right. A constitutional right for man and man and woman and woman to be together. Let me tell you, man, forget what people feel. We got to be careful with that. We can become the new Sodom and Gomorrah. The city or the state or just whatever. The nation underwater. We got to be careful with this. The Most High is not pleased with this. Once upon a time, the gay community was a secret society. Yeah, you may have expected auntie or uncle was gay. Your brother, your sister may have had... But see, they just did their thing. Yeah, they probably had their gay pride parades. But it wasn't. But nowadays, it's just all on TV, radio, social media, everything. And see, bro, there's something. Listen. It's social conditioning you. Social conditioning your children. The more you start seeing gay men kiss on shows and women being with them together, it looks normal to a child like, hey, a body is a body. Love is love. Gender fluidity. Gender neutrality. <laughs> people are people. There's no longer man and woman. Oh, I forget what man on man's talking about on his show, the Primal Beast podcast. What's this? Oh, he's talking about masculinity. The yin being attracted to the yang and the yang is like, what is this? Daytime energy, nighttime energy, what? This is how men should be? No, because see, they're trying to sell the agenda that we're all just alike. And that is a lie from the pits of hell, man. Biologically, men, we don't do what women do. We don't have menstrual cycles. Men, we can't have babies. Women don't carry around sperm in a nutsack. You understand what I'm saying? The moment that you got to go and take surgery to try to alter yourself, you know it ain't right. You know you're going against nature. It's an abomination unto your own flesh, unto you, unto spirit. See, bro, there are a lot of gay people are ready to deal with guilt. That's why I don't feel like I have the gay bash and go on. And you know how you can tell? Because if you're really comfortable with your sexuality, with your sexual orientation... Why do you have to try so hard to be an activist for it? Again, bro, that's almost going back to the conversation being real. I'm a man. I accept that. I accept everything that comes with being masculine. I accept when, you know, that I have to be a provider and protector. I accept the fact that I need to be a visionary. I accept that. I accept the fact that a man that don't work don't eat. I accept that because I've accepted my sexhood. I've accepted my manhood. I don't struggle with that. I love women. I love to fuck women. Yes, this is what I'm made to do as a man. And even when I tell you guys about presenting yourself, stop being around a Mayberry Bush, man. Be direct. Seduce the woman. Now, I ain't, ain't going to lie like you got that good. Mm. Like you got that good my, my, my. That good mama Maya. <laughs> the one I require. Have fun with that shit, man. 
You ain't got time to be something there acting like you want to be a friend and all that shit. You're not being true to your own sexuality, your own manhood again. Men and women were created to procreate. We were created to get it on. Even before marriage. Even before children, bro, these are all social constructs to build a civilization and a community. But when boy meets girl, bro, all you got is that vibe to go off of. All we have is that chemistry. All we have is those fireworks between us. That's that. That's what makes it organic. That's what makes it holistic. Y'all don't hear me, though. Are you going to apologize for that? Well, no woman should ever apologize for being feminine, for being sexy. For being classy, for being girly, and being pretty, and being beautiful. She's supposed to be all of those things. She's supposed to be a nurturer. She's supposed to be passionate. She's supposed to want love. She's supposed to desire a man, bruh. That's all part of femininity. Her divine nine energy. The fuck is going on? The new normal we coming up there. Men are hard and excuse me, women, men are soft and now women are hard. It's men now. After y'all have sex with a female, y'all didn't call feelings. And she like, wait a minute, dude. This is just, hey, I ain't I. The one part of people like pursuing you, like, no, I want to be married. I want you to be my man. But y'all going, oh, I wanna be your man. I wanna be a man. Y'all crying over the pussy. And she's just like, yo, I'm just in the moment. I got to get back to work. That's how you supposed to be as a man. See that? How the roles have been reversed? See the Houdini that they put on everybody out here in society? Let's continue on, man. Millions of kids going to watch this and no straight rap. I ain't going to say, hey, nah, nah, nigga, you ain't, you know, nigga, we don't want you on that TV. Nobody's not. It's not another rapper to check another rapper for saying that. See, everyone be protesting against all this shit. Why don't people really, as a collective, speak out against this type of shit? You know what? We want to ban this guy, Little Nas X, for being sexually explicit and basically being disrespectful to our children with him being so suggestive. Don't get me wrong. Rap, R&B, hip-hop has always, movies have always been like raunchy. And suggested, but you ever notice over time how when they may in the sense they may have been talking about sex, but it was like you know it was more tasteful. But over time, everything becomes more and more progressive, more and more vulgar. Ever notice that? And a lot of times, man, movies and music and entertainment really shows you the world that we live in because it shows what's susceptible. It shows what can get over FCC airwaves. See, bro, there's a frequency. And the prince of the air, he controls the frequency of radio and media, social media, television. That's why it's called television. It's here to tell you a vision, which is usually a tell a lie. But let me go. But bear with me here and move on. People trying to be straight. You said, you said Lil Nas will dance in front of the men. And this, you know these little boys trying to be straight. I'm like, how you try to be straight? No, I'm just saying as far as... Let me say this, man. Trying to be straight. When I hear people trying to be straight, it's like people struggling with their own sexuality. You're struggling with coming out. 
and exposing yourself as this is what I am. Me, I don't struggle with being straight. I, I am what I am. I am who I am. It's not a struggle for me. But I can see how for other individuals waking up in the morning, if you have feelings for the same sex, oh yeah, I can definitely see that being a struggle. And really, that's all it really is, man. Oh, listen, they back in the 70s, they diagnosed being gay as being uh, as a mental illness. But they the, but then they later came back and rescinded it because they wanted to make it like normal. I don't believe you can bro, you can't be born gay. SX to XY chromosome. Neither boy or girl. All this other shit is just confusion. Because really, bro, what's going on is the Scientologists have come along and trying to go against the law, the providence of God, and the laws of nature. And nature is under listen, Mother Nature is undefeated, bro. When they say a fucking hurricane is coming, bro, I'm getting the fuck out of there. When they say a tsunami is coming, hey man, I'm running. I, 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 I'm trying to run for cover. Bro, I don't play with nature. Playing with nature is playing with God. And God is not a God that he should be mocked. Everything that he created was good. Bro, you got to understand, the day that you were born, maybe it wasn't born, you weren't born on a perfect day, but you were created in a perfect way. Learn to love yourself and accept yourself for who you are. I don't care what traumas have befalled you and what has happened to you. Listen, man, we all got to love ourselves, bro. That's why, again, the word of the most high, it says love yourself as you love your neighbor. If you can't love you, you can't love me. You can't love your parents. You can't love your children. You can't love your siblings. You can't love your friends. You can't love people because you don't love you. That's what I'm talking about. They talking about social acceptance. What about personal acceptance? Hey, man, I'm born a man. Okay, I got a dick. I got a ball. Look down. Look down about what? For Look down right now at yourself. Look at your genitalia. If you got a dick in the balls, you're a man. If you got a clitoris, you got a vajayjay, you're a woman. It's simple. See, nature is simple, bro. It ain't all complicated. People complicate life. And that's why everyone is lost out here. Lost, dazed, and fucking confused. Don't know if they coming or going or going or coming. Because God is not the author of confusion. Only, only the devil is, man. And bro, honestly, if you can't decipher that I'm a boy, I should be with girls. I'm a girl, I should be with men. Boys, I'm a woman, I should be with men. And men, I'm just be. I don't want to really hear the fuck you got to say. Because you don't even understand the basic concept of who you are. I'm just being honest about this shit. And yes, when I'm talking about badass, uh, I'm just talking about the platform that he is on. Listen, there's nothing wrong with being real. But he has to understand. Again, going back to that, it's not what he said is wrong, but he has to be careful that he's not just doing everything out here for props because he wants to remain relevant. You want to remain significant. You still want to be in the public eye because I ain't going to lie, man, fame, being fame is a, is a drug. See, in my case, bro, I have nothing to lose. 
I'm not on a syndicated platform. I don't have a lot of corporate sponsorships. And this is why a lot of people are actually going to podcasts. This is the great thing about social media. And of course, we can't condone this shit. Like I said, man, it was a secret society, the gay community. They weren't just all out there and everything in the open. Only people that knew about the gay clubs were people that was actually in that community. But now everything is just woof and open. And I'm all for people owning their truth, but you don't have to be so sexually lewd and promiscuous with this shit. The same way they want uh, heterosexuals to deal privately, fucking in their homes or away from society, the, the same thing needs to happen with the gay community. Same thing. Let's keep it moving. Watching Nas X go up there and take his clothes off. What, age, what age are we talking about? You're part of the problem. What age are we talking about? Because I don't want my kids looking at anything sexual at a certain age. Yeah, at a certain age. But once care. they get to a certain age, nothing man, wrong with that. Girl, man, man, girl, girl. Let me say this. Yes, I agree with you guys. I, I agree with them on this. I don't care what age you are. See, bro, what, what puberty means is sexual maturity. That's really what it means. When girls start having their menstrual cycles... And they start developing boobs and, you know, and things and boys start growing up and their voices are getting deeper and shit. And they start having wet dreams and all this shit. Bro, this is part of, you know, transitioning from being a boy to a man. That's the only transition we should be making in life. That's natural. From a boy to a man or a girl to a woman. All right. That's what that, that's the only transition. All this other transformationism shit that's going on. Oh, I'm a boy, but I, I, I'm going to take the pills and all this shit and alter my genetic makeup to be a woman and vice versa. Nah, bruh. But at the same token, I don't give a fuck if your kids are of age. Let me say this, man. All right, because see, I, I ain't gonna cap, man. There's always been a thing of turning people out. Turnouts. You know, trying to turn people, whether the turnout is turning somebody on to drugs, sex, or rock and roll, pills, or just being wild, or just, you know, partying and all this shit. That's a very real thing. And I'm not about that turnout lifestyle. Like, even for me, bro, a lot of shit that I was introduced to, it wasn't that someone was literally trying to turn me out. I'm going to say that. Even though I know a lot of people that have been turned out to shit, people are like, come on, man, try it. They call it, they, they refer to it as peer pressure. All right? But when you're putting the shit in the faces of children and shit, yeah, you're trying to pro. Children are very impressionable. They're like sponges, even young adults. If you're under the age of, let's say, 20, you're very impressionable. Even in your 20s, 30s. People in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s are still very impressionable. <laughs> so imagine how much more so for a kid or a young adult, an adolescent. Like badass something. See, if you want to sit there and watch it as a man, yeah, you are part of the problem. I told you guys this, man. If you're not raising your children, you are a big part of the societal problem. You can't sit up there and try to blame blame entertainers, bro. Listen, 
Listen, when A&R gives every entertainer, every rapper, every singer a, a, a role to play, you're going to be the playboy. You're going to be the pimp. You're going to be the trapper. You're going, all right, bitch, you're going to be, you know, you're going to lead the thought movement. Cardi B. All right, you're going to be the bad bitch movement. You're going to be the gold digger movement type of bitch. It's all about, listen, bro, imagery and what they believe the artist can sell. The question is, bro, that's what's going to, listen, all you motherfuckers that want to be rappers, that's all it's going to come down to. Can you sell some shit? How marketable are you? Do you have the look? Do you have the swag? Do you have the voice? Do you got the drip? This is what entertainment is all based on. And we talk about sex symbolism. Bro, you want to be a famous actor? Okay. Do you look good? All right, bitch, you want to be a famous? Are you pretty? Are you the man that most men want to be like and most women want to be with? That makes you famous right there. It's called being an Asian, actually. But we're going to continue on. Something you gotta go with it. Hey, Boosie, no, think about, you don't. Hey, think about you're all a parent, and that's but a child. Like, but think about all the things you're losing the parent and the child. But Boosie, listen, think about all the things. Y'all the child before the parent. Think about all the things that your parents told you not to do as a kid. I bet you did every single one of them. I'm just saying, bro. You're putting a child. See, I like what Boosie is addressing right here because he's so right about that. People want to put the child over the parent. And see, that's why a lot of these children don't have respect for their parents. Honestly. Because, see, what, man, what this is all breaking down to is that people want to go against order. No one, everybody, see, bro, it's easy to be a rebel. It's more exciting. It's more fun. It's more thrilling. And this is nothing new. I mean, kids have always been like this since the beginning of time, man. I wanted to do my own thing. Revolt. Rebel. Just figure out my own path and everything. But see, the problem is that, yeah, they don't want traditionalism anymore. They don't want us to be fundamentalists anymore. Just accept everything. That, and that's the problem. That's the issue with this. Train up a child in a way that he should go and that it will never depart from him when he grows old. See, you guys got to understand, man, man, that's really what this whole LGBT community really understands. It's about being a rebel. And actually, this thing has been going on, not just being gay, but let's go back to the 60s with Woodstock and the Brother Love movement. When the first drug they ever created was LSD to the masses, which was actually trying to control people, but actually it had an adverse effect when the CIA released that out to the public because people started becoming more rebellious. People started doing what they wanted to do, and this is what ultimately what led us to the day that we're in now. When we talk about feminism, that's when the first wave of feminism ever really began. You guys gotta understand this shit, but let me let me finish hearing this. Listen to say, this. just like Flame said, I don't want my child to be just like you said, but you can't you control. You don't have an opinion. You but you can't control it. Man, parents don't want their kids to be drug dealers. Right. They don't want their kids right. to be shooters. Right. And we have, and we yes, and we have that choice to. But here's the thing, man, about that. 
Like my mom would always tell me, my job is to tell you. Now, what you go out there and do, you do it. But what she was mainly saying is that the conscious, like, she has a free conscience now because whether I wanted to hear it, whether I abided by that, whether I adhere to that or not, hey, she's good. She did her responsibility as a woman. See, as a, as a mother, let me, let me make you guys understand something, man. It's not about control. Yes, kids going to do what they want to do, but the one thing my mama said, okay, you may smoke weed. You may drink, you may bang and stuff, but you ain't going to get it from here. You ain't going to do that underneath my roof. My old man, same thing. You ain't going to do that here. You ain't going to do that underneath my roof. You're going to have to learn to do, do that bullshit elsewhere, but it won't be here, right up underneath my nose. I'm not going to condone, you know, uh, uh, revelry. I'm not going to condone, condone hooliganism. You're going to know right from wrong because th that's my only job. Like my, like both my mom and dad, like my, especially my moms, would tell me, my only job is to tell you. Now, what you do with that is what you do with that. So, see, again, they want to change this whole narrative. Oh, you're trying to control. You're right. Listen, your child can go out there, you know, let's say your boy, he does go and all of a sudden want to deal with other dudes. Or your daughter, she wants to go deal with other females. That's on them, but you're not going to do it right up underneath my nose. And that is the thing about society. They do want to put the children over the parent. Telling the children this shit. See, this is how the enemy works, man. He wants your children. He ain't playing for you. That's why it always, you know, got to me. When I would see female, a lot of these single mothers sending their children with, you know, the bus that come to pick up. I used to call it the petty bus. Because, honestly, why aren't you inviting the parents and uh, to church? You're just strictly going for the child? And then I would hear a lot of stories about those pastors and those ministers, those churches, you know, molesting the little boys and the little girls there. See, bro, you're supposed to lead your children. It's called parental guidance because you're there to be a guiding light to them. To give them direction. The reason why a lot of people, even in well into their adulthood, are so confused, don't know right from wrong, don't know what to do and all this shit, is because they never had leadership coming up from a young age. They never had the chain of command of father, mother, family, structure, discipline, integrity. They never been, these shit, this shit has never been instilled into them. That's why I tell you guys, man, a lot of y'all women that y'all dealing with, a lot of you guys, y'all don't know everybody's trying to figure shit out on the fly. That's when people get married and shit, get into relationships, it becomes toxic. It becomes everybody's hurt now. No one, the man can't trust women no more. The woman can't trust men no more. It's a fucking ball of confusion. This is how it gets there. But let's finish listening to this entire dialogue. I'm sure my parents Can your did. mama tell you not to be a gangster, That's not right. to be a robber? What? I don't, and you didn't listen. None of us listened. You know, like... My, my, I'm sure my parents didn't want me to lose my virginity when I did. I'm sure they would have been like, don't Lord do that until I, ha until I get married or something. But they didn't really have any control if that's what I wanted to do. That's but your parents still tried to steer you. And I'm going to tell you something. It's just human, in the human condition is to rebel. It's to, because someone tells you, go, you want to stop. Just because somebody tells you stop, you want to go. Just because someone tells you to go right, you want to go left. And especially when you're a young kid, man, because or adolescent, you're you dealing. There's a lot of curiosity there. 
You want to know what this drink does to you, what this drug is like. You want to know what sex is like. You want to know what going out and partying and going to a concert is like. You know, you're trying to, you know, because that's the thing about your teens. This is why teen uh, adolescents are some of the most important times in your life. From I'm going to say from the ages of 13 to 19. Because you're trying to figure everything out. You're trying to figure out who you are. You're trying to figure out what do you like. You're trying to figure out where do I belong in this world. Even when you go to school, man. You're trying to figure out, damn, do I belong with the preppy motherfuckers? Do I believe belong with the gang motherfuckers? The playboys? The 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 jocks? What? What? Where am I? What do I fit in this thing? And that's and that's perfectly normal. But see, what I would tell anybody, man, you still gotta lace your kids with the game. You can't send them out there naked. Not knowing nothing. Because, see, being too strict of a parent is toxic, but being too liberal as a parent. Not knowing what your kids are doing, where they're going, and who they're hanging out with. It's just, it's bad. It's about balance. Yeah, I'm going to give you the, I'm going to let you go out with your friends tonight, but there's a curfew. No, okay, you know what? Here's the deal. You Listen, if you're making A's and shit and everything, I'll let you go on this trip and shit like that. Let me meet the parents. Let me find out what's going on. Let me get a feel for them and shit and even see if that's, if that's what it is. So it's not, again, about control or trying to force anything on a child. But you do. Listen, bro, we do have to teach uh, kids right and wrong. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. And we have the we can't lose the conventional ways of life. This is what got us to this point all this time. So obviously, over the last 10,000 years since humans have existed, something been doing this going right. Now everything is going awry. Everything is going all the way fucking left. We need balance. We have to calibrate everything with right and wrong. That's how you stay calibrated. Let's keep, let's move on. So, so we gonna take all the we gonna take all the strength from the parents in the world? No, I'm nobody. That's really saying, gonna make it a new world. Nobody's saying that, Lucy. I see on this show, man. They got this one gay dude, 56 year old man, dressed like a woman. Now, honestly, bro, <laughs> he he's just too old for that shit. Honestly, come on, man. So it's real interesting how they talking about this podcast, but they got him. They made sure to have this guy on, uh, this fever, uh, this he she on as a correspondent. And even he himself said, listen, even though I'm a gay man, I don't even want my kids to be gay. And this is coming from a transformer himself saying this shit. Come on, man. <laughs> He's saying that he wouldn't want his kids because of the ridicule. Yeah, bro, let me tell you something, man. And this is what anybody that's going to be gay got to understand. This is why you got a lot of download motherfuckers right now. Because, see, there's a lot of persecution that comes with that. It ain't easy. You have to be really bold and confident in that. And this is the number one reason why I do applaud people within the gay community that says, hey, this is who I am. I'm coming out. I want the world to know. I want the world to see this is who I am. Because a lot of people that want to be gay or that live that lifestyle on the low, that's closeted dykes, closeted homosexuals and shit, they can't come out and be like that. And this is why I tell you, and this is why I would say, listen, man, don't worry about condemnation of men, but you got to live your truth. 
so that you can begin to deal with who you really are and if you really even want to be that or whatever. Whatever you 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 know a person decides to uh they to come up with. But let's keep continue going on. You're saying that we're gonna take all the strength from the parents. No, we're saying a child You're saying gonna if do a what a child, child comes do. to you and say this and that, you just Again, a child may do what a child may do. See, this is weak shit. And especially Charlemagne. You know, for a man to speak like that, he sounds just like a woman. How many times have I heard females in my life say, oh, a kid gonna do what a kid gonna do? Hey, you know what I'm saying? Uh, don't know, don't know instruction booklet come with being no mama, being no parent. He sounds the same way. That is some weak shit for a man to say. A man, what you have to stand on is principle. Because I keep telling you guys, all you got in this life is, is in, in, in this life is your balls and your words. Forget about the money. Forget about the accolades. Forget about the accomplishments and the high achievement. At the beginning of the day, you got to be a man on principle. You got to be a man that's standing on something or you'll fall for anything and everything. And you'll be hollow on the inside and getting bitched out and getting simped out by women, by the job, by society, by the agenda, by the initiative, by the order. Because you have no order to yourself. I get women saying that. See, bro, I hold men to a higher standard. And Charlemagne, got, and a lot of y'all got, man, a lot of dudes is just like Charlemagne. Man, I ever had dudes in their own marriage just telling me, man, a woman gonna do what she gonna do. Really? And you married her? And you believe this way? She let her walk all over you like a bunch, like, like stairs. Let her walk in and out of your life. Weak shit, bro. Man, y'all got to put, listen, man, y'all got to put y'all foot down. And one thing I do respect about Boots is that, yeah, he is speaking the truth. I'm just saying that he doesn't always have to have an opinion about everything. Say what you need to say. Somebody asked you a question, yeah, you can answer the question in candidacy and being frank. But once I already spoke about something, I, you know how I feel about that. Next. You don't have to speak about everything on the gay issue. That's all I was saying. You don't have to prove your realism. That's part of being a man, too. Stop always trying to explain yourself. I remember, bro, and I got to be honest, man. I thank God for my cousin for this back in the day. He, man, stop explaining yourself to these bitches. He says, you don't owe her no explanation. Woman, so explain to me, explain to me why you got to be dealing with all these other bitches, all this woman. Explain to me why you do this and do that because I'm a man, damn it. I know I'm doing this. Because almost explaining yourself is almost seeking validation. Seeking, accepting approval. Trying to figure out, am I right for saying what I say, bro? Everything I say, man. Be some of the realest shit I ever spoke. It will always be some of the realest shit I ever wrote. Whether it's in a book, whether it's in a podcast, whether it's in a show, my intellectual property, it mirrors my reality. Bro, that's why I tell you guys, man, I don't lie on my dick, bro. Everything I'm telling you guys, I lived through some real ass shit that I ain't even went into detail about. So I just don't be saying shit from a place of anecdotal evidence or theoretical rhetoric, uh, bullshit. I don't. 
Let's move on, man. I got a child. I if got the right to stand up for my child. If a lot of times the kids go through a lot of experience. Like, I got, I got that right. They just, every other man, new. every other person who feels like me has that right. You can't take that right away from straight people, people who feel they're a... He's right. Now, I do agree with Boosie on this. I told you, I fucks with Boosie. I believe you. Listen. You do have a right, again, to be unapologetically masculine. You do have a right to be unapologetically truthful. You do have that right. Yeah, you're supposed to stand up for yours and what you believe in. You're supposed to stand on principle. Ten toes down on principle. That means you're... That means you're grounded. That's what that means. That means you won't be easily swayed and persuaded to do a whole bunch of bullshit that can fuck up your life for the rest of your life. Let's go on. Is on straight. You can't bash us how we feel. Well, no, I don't think anybody's bashing like Flame. If your parents told you we don't yeah, want I you to be bashed. trans, and, but, but they, they only they only come at y'all when y'all say something about them. Though, <laughs> I'm free. I do what I want to do. Well, I, I do, 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 do want to ask Boosie, why, why, how come gay people don't become straight based off all the imagery they see in the world? We don't know. We don't, we don't know what's going on. Like, you, like you just. What kind of question is that? Why don't gay people become straight based on what we see of the world? Listen, bro. Gay or straight becomes an identity. This is why this shit is so powerful, man. Because that does become part of your identity. See, let me say this, man. A gay man is not going to see life the way a straight man sees life. They just won't. Yeah, we can work at the same job. Yeah, we can make the same amount of money. We can live in the same neighborhood or community or, or metropolitan area, metropolis or suburb. We want to. But how I see life versus how he see life Again, man, that's the difference that makes all the difference. There is nothing synonymous about us. There are no similarities to us. Because he's living life outside of his nature. I'm living life inside of my nature. This has nothing to do with hate. This has nothing to do with vulgarity or anything. We're just different. Birds of a feather flock together. Let me say this. I haven't heard a lot of straight dudes say some old weird ass shit. Like, you know, straight men and gay men can be friends. No, we can't. I'm sorry. I'm, no, you can't. What do we have in common? I like women. When we go out to a bar, he's probably going to want to go to a gay bar. I'm going to go to a straight club. Or lounge. That's the difference right there. It makes all the difference. He doesn't do what I do. I don't do what he does. So it's not all one and the same. Birds of a feather fly together, man. Sometimes you're just guilty by association. None of my friends, none of my closest friends and player partners are gay. We're all straight men. We all love women. We all want to be with women. Someday we'll all get married to a woman. And some of my friends, in their cases, remarried to another woman. We have nothing in common because, listen, bro, gay is a lifestyle. I just told you it's an identity. 
So he doesn't even operate or function or think or reason or reckon or, you know, or, or, or like a man. He doesn't function. Nothing about him is like man. A gay man, he's going to think and reason and logic as anti-male. Let's go on, man. Wait for it. It's about to be some real shit uh, that's about to happen. Let me. I'm, I'm going to end this show just like this. Hold on. People alone. Right, right, right. I understand that people have bothering you, Boosie. I know, y'all want me to be quiet. Y'all want me to leave. No, we want you to be quiet. But you're not going to get your point. But we want you to, we don't want. See, here's the thing. Yeah, Boosie hit it there and there. I'm trying to, man, I just want you to leave people alone. Shut up, man. Speaking truth is not messing with people. I mean, for an example, bro, I like pussy. And there have been a lot of dudes, ah, man, you always talking about pussy. I can't help who the fuck I am. It doesn't bother me, though. Man, you always talking about primal attraction and you know, uh, uh, sensual seduction and you know what you know having sex with a woman twenty four. It don't bother me, man. This is my lifestyle. I like what I like. I'm unapologetic about who I am. And see, that's the problem, man. They want Boosie to go away and be quiet and leave him and just accept everything and just idly stand by and don't nobody says nothing about nothing. Just accept everything. See, this is the problem of world peace and coming together. Because you can be whatever you want to be. You can be gay. You can be straight. You can be a killer. You can be a pedophile. You can be a pansexual. You can be all of this shit. And people are just people. No, man, that's bullshit. We got to draw the line in the sand, man. You got to set boundaries. You have to set parameters. That's how you set law and order. That's how you keep everything functioning, bro. Realize, man, if everybody's just out here just renegading, if everybody's just out here just being wild and shit, we'll be just like a third world country. There'll be genocides, different militia groups and everything. Imagine this place with no law and order, no police, no laws, no nothing, no jails, no consequences for the things that you do. Just imagine. We'll be in hell right now. That's what it would be. None of us would probably be alive. Does everybody just be shooting and shooting each other with no type of ramifications, no type of this? This is how you maintain a society and a, civil and a civilization with order. The most high is the God of order. Marriage is a divine order. I keep on telling y'all this shit, man. Even in the streets, man, there's a certain code that you live by. If you don't live by that code, you refer to as an outlaw, meaning you rambunctious. No one trusts you. Let's get rid of these motherfuckers. They just wild and doing everything. They fucking up business. They want to start wars and everything. Nah, man, we got to eliminate these bottom feeders, these buzzards. And that's my time for now, man. Hope all is well and well is all. I'm wishing you well for the wish of well. Shalom. And I want to leave y'all with this message. Here we go. To be a common man. It's my right to be uncommon if I can. I seek opportunity, not security. I do not wish to be a kept citizen, humbled and dull by having the state look after me. I want to take the calculated risk. To dream and to build, to fail and to succeed. I refuse to live from hand to mouth.
challenges of life to the guaranteed existence, the thrill of fulfillment to the stale calm of utopia. I will never cower before any master, nor bend to any threat. It's my heritage to stand erect, proud and unafraid, to face the world boldly and say, this I have done. Girl stood up and said, that's my boyfriend, honey.